Hello and welcome to episode 287 of the Dan York Report. It's the day after the New Hampshire primary. We were all up late watching the results because that's what we do here in New Hampshire. But uh, it's, it's done now. The results are in, the things are known, and now we can finally start answering our phones again when people call. Uh, we've stopped doing that for the last while because usually it's pretty much always at this point survey calls, trying to find out our opinions about the various different uh, elections, or it's people from the campaigns trying to see if we're going to be voting and all that kind of stuff. We can also start looking at our mail again because we're no longer being deluged by snail mail printed pieces. We were getting up at the rate of you know, two or three a day as we got closer to things here. Uh, and we also can open our front door and greet people on our porch knowing that they're probably not from one of the campaigns trying to recruit us to go and vote for their candidate, et cetera, et cetera. It's a crazy time of year here. It's just really crazy. And, and also, of course, we can listen to commercial radio or commercial TV and not be inundated by ads for various different candidates. It's, um, it's a crazy thing. I love living in New Hampshire at this time of year. Um, I've loved it. I've been here since the mid-'80s when I went to the University of New Hampshire. And every four years, New Hampshire gets this special time, this uh, special time to shine. But it's, it's, it's a wonderful experience. And for those who don't live in New Hampshire... Uh, you know, what you see on TV, what you hear talking about, the, the chance to go and meet candidates, you know, that happens. That happens. Just this past weekend, in the final weekend before the primary, you know, we had people all over the place, even out here in Keene, in the far west side of New Hampshire, over by the Vermont border. We had uh, former President Bill Clinton was in town, uh, you know, stumping for Hillary. We had Ted Cruz was was holding court at a Mexican restaurant on the on the main plaza here in Keene. We had Carly Fiorina at another event that was going on. And the week before that brought a big major event from, uh, from Bernie Sanders. And uh, Donald Trump was in town a little while before that. You know, you've got all these amazing opportunities to go and, and meet with these people. Now, some of the folks, obviously, when you get to at this stage, the Bernie Sanders, Donald Trump, even Hillary, they get to be large-scale events where you don't really get to meet them too much. But, you know, over the years, I've sat and had, uh, you know, I've had coffee or talked to people from there. I remember many years ago, you know, sitting in, and talking to Al Gore over some punch at an event and meeting with people, understanding, talking to them, doing it. It's, it's, it's quite frankly unfair in so many ways that we in New Hampshire get this amazing experience because by the time it goes on and they go to larger states, larger places, then, you know, that, that just isn't there. It's all in the mass events, the, the mass media, everything else that's there. But it's, it's a special opportunity that we have here in New Hampshire. And, you know, believe me, people here take that very seriously. You get people asking a lot of questions. You get people talking to people, trying to understand more about it. You know, and, and in part because of its size, being a smaller state like this, you know, people, candidates can move around here. They can go and, and get to a lot of places. John Kasich apparently did a hundred and some odd town halls in various different places all around the state. You've got that kind of capability to go and, and, and do politics on a smaller scale. It's, uh, it's there. 
you know, and, and, and then we watch the returns because that's what we do when we're political junkies. You know, we went and voted. My wife and I both went in the afternoon and it, the polls had been very packed. There was a much higher turnout than has been for quite a while. And then, uh, and then I settled in. We settled in to watch the returns on, on Tuesday night and watch them come in, watch all that stuff going in, watching as they, you know, pretty much when 8 o'clock called and the polls were closed, the, uh, the networks and everybody else called it all for Bernie Sanders. But even as the night went on, you started to watch that to see what would the margin be? You know, what would that be? Who would be the, the big play in the Republican race? Really, it was who was second and third? Who was fourth, fifth? Who would some of these candidates like Chris Christie that bet themselves on the, you know, on here, you know, where would they place in all of that? So it was a great, uh, it was a great, uh, great evening, great watching that, seeing the the amazing, um, the amazing results coming out of the Bernie Sanders campaign. It's funny, a lot of people think about, have said, well, you know, Bernie Sanders is from right next door in Vermont. But the reality is, you have to understand, Vermont and New Hampshire are, are two polar opposites. And actually, if anything, the fact that he comes from Vermont may not necessarily count very well for him over here in, in uh, New Hampshire. I don't think it was that, certainly, that tapped, uh, that, that brought him to the point where it was. But um, it was uh, an amazing time here, just truly amazing. But we're, you know, equally glad that it's done. You know, we're, we're done with this. We're ready for to be able to answer our phones. We're ready to be able to... to the phone thing is funny because we were getting seriously two to three, sometimes four calls a day coming into our landline. And of course, you can't put them on the do not call registry. You know, they have, there's an exemption for political campaigns and surveys. And so, uh, you know, you just have to get them and come in there. Now, of course, you know, and we have chosen not to necessarily identify ourselves. So we've shot ourselves in the foot on that regard, because if we just said we were for some candidate or something, we'd get slotted into some database and they wouldn't keep bothering us. But we haven't necessarily gone and done that. Anyway, it's, uh, it's a great time. Now um, the candidates have gone on. They're moving already into South Carolina, Nevada, moving on to the other states, and they'll leave us alone now until the fall when the, the general campaign will start to heat back up. And then we'll start to see some of them back around saying, oh, yeah, New Hampshire, you're our friend. We love you here, all that kind of stuff. But in the meantime, we treasure our little moment in the sun, get our chance to go and, and meet these candidates, talk to them, do all this. And then we get to watch them leave and go back to having a little bit less uh, presence around that. So it's a great time. If you ever get a chance to be in New Hampshire for primary season, uh, it's a good time to be here. The next one, of course, will be in four years from now. So we'll be looking at uh, February 2020 and the run-up to that over the, over the, from the fall of 2019 into the beginning of 2020 will be the next time where we'll get this spotlight, where we'll get this attention, where all this will happen yet again. So amazing times. And now we're glad they're gone. That's all for now. Comments are welcome at soundcloud.com slash danyork or anywhere this gets posted. And we look forward to uh, seeing what else goes on with the rest of this race. You can also find more of my audio and writing at danyork.me. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.